guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. Hi guys, welcome back to the Forking Wellness podcast. We are excited to share another episode with you after we did take a little bit of a break. We're very like motivated to come back mm-hmm. after a bit of a hiatus. And I've actually really missed you. I know we talk all, all the time, but like it's not the same as when we do these podcasts. It's not the same. And I find sometimes that like I don't, I know we'll catch up over the podcast. So it's yeah. almost like I'm not used to, you know, texting as much because we actually speak not face-to-face because we're on zoom but like speak more than we actually communicate like digitally do you know what I mean where it's like some friends that you have you rely on that digital contact but actually like I just know I'm going to catch up with you on the podcast yeah which is so nice so happy to be back so happy to be back so we thought we would just do a bit of a catch-up episode um let you guys in on you know what we've been up to and then we're going to get back into the kind of wellnessy topics and we've got loads of requests and loads of topics that we're excited to put out there but today you can just sit with us whilst we have a bit of a chat yes I actually put up a story to see like what people wanted to hear about and someone actually wrote how was meeting Romeo <laughs> for the first time which is just like nice because I forgot that we spoke about that I mean obviously we spoke yeah. about it um but it's nice to know that like you guys are actually invested. invested. I know it feels so nice. Um, so meeting Romeo was amazing. I swear that like, I think Mark had a better time than I did. I like, I kept just saying to my mom when we got back, like, oh my God, like I wouldn't put it past Mark to steal him. <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> Which he can do if he wants to. No, I'm joking. <laughs> just for one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have him back. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was so, so cute. I think we got him on like his a very well-behaved day as well. You did, yeah. He was he was a dream that day, actually. He yeah. was like perfect. If mm-hmm. I could have babies like that, I would have one now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> I just knew that like he would be like that 24 seven. He was an absolute dream. He was so cute. He was so tiny. I was really, really awkward at first. Wasn't I like (laughs) you got better though. Yeah. But I was still afraid to move. I was just like sitting there with him on my chest. You you actually said you were like, if you ever want to drop him off and we'll babysit, like I won't move with him, but I'll look after him. Like (laughs) I'll still be in the same position when you get back. (laughs) And I like honestly mean that I was just like petrified to like move and disturb him because one, he was sleeping and I, I like didn't want to disturb him. But also I was just like petrified of like doing anything. So I just like <laughs> sat there like so still. Um, and now like I totally understand like when you said like if he's if he's sleeping, I just like I let him sleep kind of thing. And like mm-hmm. it obviously can be quite a disruption to like your day yeah, if you you're in that position I literally this morning Ash was like can I do anything before I leave for work and I was like yeah you can just like hold him whilst I get dressed so he like changed his nappy changed his outfit and then put him on the bed and Ash was like okay I really need to go and I was like yeah it's fine like just leave him on the bed and he was like but he's crying I'm like I know Ash but I haven't like put my clothes on or cleanse my face yet I can't have him on me 24 7 like he needs to just lie and cry sometimes so I was like this is my life right now he was like oh yeah like didn't really think about that like for him he's like 
oh, I, I take him off you. Like now I need a wee. So can you hold him kind of thing? He doesn't kind of get that actually I'm with him on my own for a lot of the time. And I need to just put him down to cry sometimes because, you know, I just can't explain it. It's so difficult to live a life with a baby who's completely reliant on you. Yeah. I feel like that newborn phase is just, um, there's nothing else like it. Like you just no. can't like, you can't relate it to anyone else. And until no. you're in that position, like you truly just like don't understand. If one more person messages me to say, oh, just enjoy the newborn cuddles. They won't last forever. I'm like going to delete my Instagram. I'm like, yes, obviously I love his cuddles, but maybe this is just me. I cannot have a human clung to me 24 seven. Like, yes, I, I love him to bits. Like I'd lay my life down for him. He's literally amazing. I would never go back. But I, you know, I don't know anyone that wants someone clung to them. 20, like I'm going to pee on my, I literally go for a wee with him in the sling. Yeah. Like, no, I, I know. pee on my own. I want to sit and eat a meal without him on my tummy. Like it's hard. Especially so, because it's like zero to 100 because like mm. in no other point in your life has that ever been yeah. a thing. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, like yeah. yeah, you're pregnant, but like he's in your belly. So like. I don't know. Like, it's not like he's outside in the real world. Yeah. Literally. yeah he's very <laughs> easy then, to contain. <laughs> yeah, very, very easy to contain, but like, then it just goes from zero to a hundred and you just have to adjust and adapt. But I do think you're doing a really good job at adapting and adjusting. Like, obviously it's so difficult, but I do think you are kind of like finding your routine and like putting down like boundaries for certain things, which is like, just going to help you in the long run. Yeah. We're take we take, thank you. We're taking it each day, but I, I think it's such a different experience for everyone as well, which is why no one can ever prepare prepare you for it. Because I literally have friends who were just so ready to give up everything, give up their job, like go on maternity leave, just be a mum. Whereas I love my job. I love my independence. I, you know, want to work out and do all these things I was doing before. So I am just finding it quite difficult to adjust and accept that I can't do those things um as easily as I used to and I know that we'll get there and like I like you said I'll find more of a routine and my mum has been amazing at helping me out but yeah it's like I'm not going to sugarcoat it like I I am personally finding it quite difficult and um, but that's not to say that like you know I don't love being a mum because I course. do and like like I said I would never go back I wouldn't change anything for the world right now I'm just struggling to get my head around 100%. it sometimes. But I think everyone does, right? Like your life totally changes. How can you be a hundred percent like ready and just like a hundred percent, like, obviously there's things that, I don't know. I, I, I'm not in that position. So like, I can't really speak to it, but like, I can imagine like there's certain things that you do pre-pregnancy that you like take for granted that like, oh, completely. you can't like, do that once Having you have a, a shower is such a luxury right now. And like I've now started like bathing and washing my hair in the evening just in case I don't get a chance to shower in the morning because he's screaming his head off and I haven't got anyone to take him kind of thing so interesting I'm always a nighttime shower person oh oh my god I love the morning oh I don't like showering in the morning oh so now what I do is I like wash myself completely in the evening then in the morning even if he's crying I'll just leave him on the bed and it and I'll do like a sink wash and I like stand over the sink and like just like throw water on really yeah because it's super quick and then I know I can get back to him in like a few minutes 
Oh my God. I freaking love my nighttime shower. To me, it's like a way for me to decompress at the end of the day. I take incredibly hot showers and incredibly long showers, which is like not good for the environment. Don't come for me. I know. Um, but I just like find it like, I, I don't even know what happens in the shower because like, I, I like think so much, like I go through my whole day. I like can reflect. I can like, do you talk to yourself in the shower? I definitely like talk to my, not like talk to myself, but like, I have like, oh, and tomorrow I'll do this. And this is my, this might be how the conversation goes. <laughs> like, I love that though. Like each to their own. Yeah. Like my shower time is like, I'm not ready to go to sleep until I've had like a decompressing shower. It's just like my, my time in the evening. And I've always been like that. Actually, my mom's like that. She takes a bath and then it's like, that's her time after, you know, she comes home from work after she cooks dinner, everything's tidy. She'll go for a nice bath and then go to sleep. Um, so I feel like I've definitely adopted that from her, but mm. I can never be a morning shower person. So funny. I just and what I was doing when he was like in the first kind of six weeks of his life is I'd wait for my mom to be up then give him tur and then go and shower but I it's better for my sanity to because he normally wakes up for a feed around six so like I don't want to lie in bed for another two or three hours waiting to like rely on my mom to have him so I'll just be like right I'm just going to do this going to get up if I can wash great if I can't do it in the sink <laughs> yeah we'll and if you day. have to go one or one day without a shower there's yeah. a ton of celebrities coming out in the press right now saying that they don't shower often um so you know you're not alone there we go <laughs> there you go a lot better have you seen that like the Mila Kunis Ashton Kutcher like no. that shepherd oh maybe it's like you know what I get so much American news I know um, you do it's so much better for like pop culture <laughs> Yeah. But like, I also still like, I've been here. How weird is this? I've been in the UK for five years now. That's crazy. I don't know anything about British pop culture. Like (laughs) I have somehow. I really feel there's not that much to know though, particularly in comparison to America. I just like have somehow refused to assimilate. Like, I don't know how I've managed to do it this long. Like someone will mention someone's name and I'm like, no, I don't know like yeah actually that I do quite often say to you oh like so and so and you're like no idea yeah I don't know I don't know what I should do about it like I I don't like actively avoid it um I just feel like (laughs) just somehow so out of the loop yeah somehow I'm so out of the loop like okay this is terribly sad and I'm not trying to make a joke about this um but that that singer passed away this weekend oh Sarah Harding Yes. From breast cancer, which is like so incredibly sad. She was 39 years old, um, like a big PSA to everyone to like, Mm -hmm. go get yourself checked or like do self checks. I know actually like a few people who have been diagnosed with breast cancer, super young. Um, so like, it's not something that just happens as you get older, like Mm -hmm. definitely check. Um, and it's terribly sad, but she's from a girl band. What's it called? Girls Aloud. I've never heard of it. Oh my God. They, they, I loved them growing up. Like have never heard of this band before. Had no so idea they won a Brit- They won a British TV show, like singing competition. Like American Idol version? Like, yes. But- I think it was, at, oh, it was called Pop Idol, I think. Pop Idol. See, I've never, like, how have I never heard of this? That was, it was like the pre-X Factor show. Got it. Mm. An X Factor in the UK is where like, um, one Direction and Little Mix came from. Yes. Okay, so I know Little Mix. There you go. You've got 
I got a little bit of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like really bad because everyone was talking about it in the news and like I was reading the stories and it was so sad. And I was like, Mark, mm. who, who is this? And I was like, I felt bad saying that, but I actually had no idea because I've just somehow like managed to just like go five years with never assimilating. Like I've assimilated with like, you know, words like I'm, I say British things because, you know, that's what, how people speak here, but yeah. um yeah, pop culture is still still not in the loop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, um, Dak Shepard, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, they kind of all came out and like said that they don't really shower or like bathe their kids as often as like not every day, basically. I don't bathe Romeo every day. Well, there's like things that like you should like I don't wash my hair every like there's like natural yeah. like oils and bacteria and stuff that like live on your skin that's actually really protective oh yeah I, I do it like purposely because I'm like you're such like a lovely little baby I want you to stay with all that lovely stuff yeah it's it's like good for you and stuff yeah. like that so I'm not I'm just saying like you don't manage to shower every day like don't worry yeah there's I love tons- that Tons of people way better. There you go. Actively not wash as much now. Yeah, I'm just like embracing (laughs) my inner Mila Kunis. It's fine. (laughs) Which, like, I think is totally fair. I don't. I I shower every day, but I don't wash my hair. I wash my hair once a week. Like that's gross. That's insane. I'm like every two to three days, depending on availability. (laughs) Depending on. (laughs) Has your hair changed like postpartum? No, I, I didn't really get that like thick glossy hair everyone talks about in pregnancy and then I think that's what pulls out postpartum oh I see and my mum it never happened to her either and I I've heard that pregnancy and the way you are pregnant is quite genetic as well and my mum had quite an easy pregnancy like I did um had quite a quick recovery again like I have but never had the whole gained a load of hair lost a load of hair so I'm hoping I've just like managed to escape that because if I have no hair to lose I mean, I'm pulling it out myself anyway. <laughs> and Romeo's and Romeo pulls it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he literally like tugs it. So he's so strong. Like he pulled my hair, and I was like, "Wow! Like, what is this Hulk <laughs> of a man?" He won't let go. Like, you need to accept you've lost that lock of hair. I was once just he's like, got hold of it. my head was just like slightly tilted down. And I just like wouldn't move because I was so afraid to disturb him. She's like, it's a fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, I kind of hope that my pregnancy, future pregnancy are like, not like my mom. She was like incredibly ill. My mom was hospitalized oh. with both me and my brother because she had um, hyperemesis, growth, whatever, HG. Oh my God, how do you even say that word? I can never say it. I don't know. HG, hyperemesis gravidum or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, my mom was so dehydrated that she was like hospitalized on an IV drip because she was Jesus. just so ill and she ended up losing too much weight with my brother because she just couldn't genuinely keep any food down. Um, so so she was hospitalized. Um, I mean, like the rest of her pregnancy was absolutely fine. Like, um, the second and third trimester. And I think she had relatively like easy births and like postpartum was like fine. Mm. Um, but terrible first trimesters. So like definitely, hope that I don't have maybe I get it from my dad's side of the family I don't know if that's a thing but I don't know but let's hope it is (laughs) yeah that's like not not and to anyone who has experienced that like I do feel for you it it sounds dreadful Mm -hmm. but what else has been going on in the past month um I mean really just like trying to be a mom and I I've been working I start I started back at work literally five days after I had him 
And, That's quick, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's for like a few reasons. One, because like obviously I'm self-employed. Like you don't get maternity leave. Yeah. So, and I obviously I get to choose what work I take on and what work I don't. So I I was being very picky and specific yeah. with the brands that I was deciding to you know work with and continue to work with at that time. Um, but also like people are like, why are you working? Like, and I'm like. I it makes me feel like me and I yeah actually enjoy it I'm not like it's not me like trying to do everything and run myself into the ground or anything it was me because everyone used to say oh you know there's a risk of you like losing yourself when you have a baby and I honestly didn't used to get that I'm like mm. but I can so see that now like some days I'm literally like who am I I'm so far from what I knew and it just gives me a little bit of like a piece of the old me which I don't like saying the old me but I'm like I'm trying to find this new version of myself that isn't that is still inclusive of who I feel like I was before because your life is different like it is different now I've got a child to think about um and my life has changed completely so I do and I did love my life before so I don't want to get rid yeah. of that or abandon it so yeah I have I, I mean I'm not working every day, like excessively. When you say when you went back to work, were you seeing clients or you were just doing kind no, of like so consulting stuff? I can't, I can't. So I'm not seeing clients till October. I did yeah. plan on going back. I actually said end of August, I'd be back with clients originally, but I just, I cannot commit to time, specific times at the moment because, you know, if Romeo is feeding or if he's having a bad day, I, you know, there's probably a big chance I'm going to have to cancel on a client and I didn't want to have to do that. So clients, yeah, totally. I had to push back um but yeah it was more brown I mean I've done meetings literally with Romeo on my lap and actually we had a fucking wellness meeting the other day and he he sat um so it's very hit and miss as to if he's going to sit nicely but actually most of the time he has um and I'm so lucky to work with such lovely brands because they've been so flexible and you know I have pushed back deadlines and they've been very accommodating so yeah I've that's been really nice. lucky in that sense to be honest I feel like because you get to like pick and choose it's Mm. not as like you know when a lot of people have maternity leave um and then they come back it's like going straight back into like what they were doing before which is not always feasible like you said like if you know the baby cries and stuff like and you have to go away from your desk that's not as like not saying it's easy because I don't think it's ever easy but like it's not as like um flexible whereas like because you're self-employed you can really pick and choose which is so nice because Mm -hmm. you get to like you said go back to some of the things that you were doing before but like have it be on your own terms yeah definitely I think that's like the best situation really yeah and I kind of I we're actually living still living with my parents whilst we're renovating and we're hoping to be like completely in by Christmas and by that time he'll be six months and I feel like going into 2022 that's when I'm really gonna have my shit together again and I'm gonna have (laughs) a proper routine I'm gonna have specific days that my mom looks after Romeo and that I can work full days again and get my life back on track a little bit but I'm not putting too much pressure on that at the moment for my own so much can happen in six months yeah exactly I if just have to like take each month. I mean, I think if we've anything, if we've learned anything, I was just going to say 2020 that. is that you can't plan um, too specifically. So yeah, man plans, God mm-hmm. laughs. That yeah. is the saying. Exactly. So yeah, I totally agree. It's like having like having goals, but then allowing yourself to be flexible is 100%. like the important thing. And that's something I still have to work on because I'm like the biggest control freak slash 
routine obsessed person ever so I'm still trying to like condition myself to go with the flow a bit more often it's hard like if you're not used to that it's not the way that you you like to live your life like adjusting to and I think it's like um like important for people to know like adjusting to something that you don't like choose to do is never easy like for people who don't who don't like to plan and then all of a sudden they're forced in a situation where they have to be really organized like that's just as hard for people like if if you have to do something that you're not naturally like prone to do it's always going to be difficult isn't it like yeah and just allowing yourself that like flexibility and freedom to like say like okay I don't have to get it right now but like yeah I can keep trying Exactly. And like some days, like I like to feel like I've achieved a lot in a day, whether that be walking, working out, working, um, you know, I don't know, cooking a nice meal. I like to feel like I've done enough to make me feel productive. But at the moment, there are literally some days where I'm like getting up, getting dressed and eating is enough. Like That's enough. That is an achievement. But also some days. like you're, you're taking care of Romeo, which like mm. is the biggest achievement in the world right like you are mm-hmm. literally keeping that baby alive know, like that is crazy. like the <laughs> biggest achievement so like even on your days where you feel like you're not doing anything like you're doing so much it might not yeah. feel like your same level of achievement yeah it's a different level but like it's arguably more important oh like, god yeah. yeah yeah the importance is definitely more but it's just I'm trying to like come to terms with that feeling of okay like this is enough right now yeah totally understand that I like um not much has really changed in my life since I've come back from America actually one thing remember you came over and we sat on that horrible couch that was in the flat (laughs) so we've gotten rid of the couch have you have you got a new one or is it no I was gonna say because I knew that like we were suggesting beanbags at one point yeah so we've taken the um patio furniture into I need to see this I need to see this so I'm coming over in a few weeks. Am I going to be sitting on patio furniture? Well, I told... Not that I, I have an issue with it. <laughs> I just want to see, like, if you... I thought I'm not going to see it. I'd like a picture, please. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Um, so it's been... We're on week two now of just some garden furniture in the living room. And Mark's being, like, really peculiar in picking something. I've never heard you say the word peculiar. <laughs> Did you not like it? Should I not do it again? No, it was was nice. (laughs) I feel like it's a very British word is why. Oh, see, five years here and I'm using the word peculiar. There we go. Um, He's being quite specific in what he wants, which is fine. Like he's a very detail-oriented person. So for Mm -hmm. him, that's like, it plays into his personality, like having to get like the perfect thing for what he's looking for. He Um, likes to do his research, doesn't he? Yes. And I'm the exact opposite. I'm I'm an impulse purchaser or impulse shopper. So I'm like, oh yeah, that'll do. That'll be fine. Mm. Whereas like, I'm not detail oriented in anything in my life. So I'm just like, no, we'll order that. And like, we don't like it. We'll figure it out then. Like, fine. Just like get something here. Um, so we have yet to agree and I'm just like, just order something. It'll be fine. Yeah. And, um, just being a bit picky. I can imagine him having like five different review pages up of each product. Like I am slightly shocked. There's no spreadsheet. Like, (laughs) like it, we're, we're seconds away. We're seconds away from a spreadsheet and a pros and cons list for each. Um, where like, if you know me, I'm literally the exact opposite of that. Like 
I will just get whatever, which is like not a good thing. Like I'm definitely like not saying that's the way that we should do it. I appreciate his commitment to like having things like the way he likes it. Um, I think it's like a great trait and has been so beneficial in other areas of our like relationship and like, you know, housing and stuff like that. But I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I need a couch. Mm-hmm. Like you don't realize how important a couch is to your like life until you don't have one. Yeah. Like it is the central point of your home, essentially like kitchen, oh, it's, couch. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to get into bed and watch TV from bed oh, because God, no. it I'm disrupts s- my sleep. Yeah. No, I'm, I, a bed is for sleeping at night. I will never yeah. use it for anything else. You know, I used to watch Kardashians and you know, they just used to lie in bed at like the middle of the day I'd be like what are you doing yeah that was like in uni like oh god yeah I've never done it yeah we like always just like watch Netflix from bed like we 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 had like a living room but like no one actually like unless we were sitting in all there together it's not like yeah yeah one person would watch their show like do you know what I mean so yeah I definitely did that but I think the person who's struggling the most without a couch is actually Oscar he like is freaking out because he like he doesn't know where to sit it's actually like quite hilarious to watch, but like really, really sad. Um, we'll be like sitting and watching TV and like we're both on like separate chairs. It's like hilarious if actually anyone was looking at it's quite embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and Oscar just like doesn't know where to sit. He, he won't like he'll, he'll like sit on the floor for a second and then like scratch at us to pick him up. And then like Aww. we're like, no, just like laying in your bed. We've had to bring his bed next to us in between us in between the chairs because he's just like at a loss because like there's no patio furniture for you Oscar sorry (laughs) sorry Oscar (laughs) but like I don't know like we allow our dogs on the couch and every in our bed and furniture whatever oh yeah Um, each to their own and um yeah so he's like struggling to figure out where where to where to chill bless him it's so funny so yeah my my um struggles are obviously nothing compared to what you're going through but it's all relevant it's all, yeah relevant to my life um but yeah that's that's what's going on here well I'm really excited we've been talking about actually putting into action forking wellness events um which we are in the midst of planning and hopefully we're gonna have a few under our belts before the year ends Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm incredibly excited. And if anyone's listening, who's like interested in, you know, coming, like, I feel like when we set out to create this podcast and this brand, like we just wanted it to be like a really inclusive community. Mm -hmm. And like, we just wanted people to, we thought that we would attract the people who listen to this podcast would have things in common. Yeah. So we thought we could just bring together this community, like-minded community, and you will find something in common with someone who you might not think that you would have something in common with. Mm-hmm. And you just like bring this community together and to take it from online to in-person is just like such a dream. And we want to make it like super interactive because I think we've both been to events in the past and not to slag off any brands or anything, but like, like we've been to certain events in the past that like. It's like you can't sit with us. Yeah. They become quite clicky. Yeah. And it's like, if you didn't bring a friend, then like you're screwed. Yeah. And that is like the opposite of what I want anyone to do. Yeah. We want to create a space where everyone can come along, feel like, you know, they've got friends there and it's just going to be fun and we can all chat openly no judgment, fun space. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really hoping that 
we can get everything organized and sorted um, soon. And if anyone is in like the London area or even like come for the day from Mm -hmm. wherever, um, one of our interns, Elle, lives up north in Leeds and hopefully she'll be joining us as well. So like if anyone's from up there and you guys want to get the train together, that could be quite nice as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for anyone who's a bit too far, just like let us know where you are. Maybe we'll come to you. Yeah, literally. Yeah, did someone say LA? Are we doing events in LA? What? Sponsored trip. <laughs> we can do that. We can make that happen. <laughs> Any American brands listening? <laughs> yeah, we can we can make that happen. Um, but yeah, that's that's really exciting. I'm happy to be back. Um, Me too. Into forking wellness routine. Woo! Amazing. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and the first episode back and keep letting us know what you want to hear more of yeah Um, keep emailing keep um following us on instagram we always check our dms we've always got someone who's going to reply to you so yeah just keep in touch and we'll be back next week bye guys bye Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends if you love this episode. It really does help us get seen in the chart. You can now also order our Forking Wellness book anywhere books are sold. Order it on Amazon Prime for next day delivery. And Barnes & Noble in America. And if you love the book, we would so appreciate a review on Amazon. We absolutely love hearing your feedback and we really hope you enjoy it. We'll speak to you guys next week. Bye.